1: Inside sources, sources. behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around Around the the world. world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Boyd Matheson, Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. This is Boyd Matheson. I am the opinion editor at the Deseret News and sitting in for JMAC today. So uh, an extended version of Inside Sources all the way until 3 o'clock today. Uh, So don't go anywhere. We've got a jam-packed lineup uh, moving on through the next two hours. And uh, very pleased to be joined now in studio by the editor of the Deseret News, Doug Wilkes. Doug, thanks for joining us today. Oh, we've lost uh, one more try. There There we are. All right.
0: It's good to be with you, Boyd. Thanks for turning on the mic. (laughs)
1: We, we don't turn the mic on for just anyone. So uh, so you're it's lucked very, out today. Very privileged. <laughs> well, we, we just had a, a great conversation with Representative John Curtis uh, about a lot of the process pieces in terms of the Department of Homeland Security funding. And he made a great point. He said, you know, we're eventually we'll get the right funding. It'll get done in the House and the Senate and the president will sign it. Uh, but it doesn't really get to the problem uh of what's going on in these countries what's going on at the borders one of the things that deseret news has done uh has has been to really get down to the people component to this not the not just the principle not just the policy but the the people component tell us some of the things that uh, the, the deseret news reporters have been doing
0: well thank you yeah for the past year we've been we've been down there there's there's really three facets there's what's what's happening locally And when President Trump came out and said that they were going to start rounding up families, well, that created a great kind of anxiety and fear Mm -hmm. here locally. It prompted Mayor Biskupski in Salt Lake City to say, well, we're not going to help in that regard. Uh, And certainly it's been part of the Utah compromise really to to focus on crime, not focus Mm -hmm. on, on that. Um, but we were down in uh, Arizona. We went to the Mexico border, and we found an incredible willingness for people to help. There is great humanitarian care. This isn't an issue of money. Yeah, It's an issue of um, uh, focus and trying to solve the problem. I loved what Representative Curtis said. His analogy was a good one. You know, instead of handing a Band-Aid, you need to solve the problem. Yeah. But we've also been down uh, to Guatemala. We followed a family down there, uh, a story that published in December. And a woman, uh, Maria, uh, who sent her children back to live here. The children happened to be American uh, residents. They were born here. She had lived here 13 years. Right. Um, she went afoul of immigration only because she didn't go to her hearing. And so she's living in Guatemala. Her children are up here. They tried to be a unified family in Guatemala, but it's too dangerous. And it yeah. was difficult. So they're up here now. But the reason that's able is because there's two teachers who are willing to help them. So there's this great outpouring of, and a willingness to help um, but we just kind of need to let the government and the bureaucrats get out of the way so we can do that. Yeah,
1: and, and so often it seems to me that, you know, we often talk about it in terms of uh, compassion and rule of law are, are compatible principles uh, and especially right here in the state of Utah, there, there aren't more compassionate people very many places around the world so there is that willingness to to step in and and help and to to make a difference uh and that we do need our lawmakers to to do the the rule of law component we do need to to have borders we do need to have security we need to have entry exit systems all of all of those process pieces um but as you were saying it it's uh if we get government out of the way of some of these things, we can have that more compassionate discussion. And I love what uh, Representative Curtis said about the border is not the most dangerous place for these people. Right? It's, 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 the it's the journey they've been making from their country.
0: Well, it's 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 noteworthy that he didn't talk about terrorism or the risk at the border. He talked about Venezuela or Guatemala, mm-hmm. and these people are are fleeing from there. So, legitimately, we need to help people. Legitimately, there needs to be rule of law. But you do have to have resources to to process folks into this place. When we sent Ted Walsh down to Arizona, the local churches, uh, and this was many churches who are coming together to try and help fulfill a humanitarian gap yeah. and they were working with homeland security officers they want to help too so it's not right. like there's good guys and bad guys it's just that we're not organized to really help and do the things we need to do
1: yeah well we're going to continue to to watch this one uh, if you're just joining us we have uh, doug wilkes editor of the Deseret news joining us uh, today on an extended version of inside sources filling in for jmac up until three o'clock uh, Doug, I want I want to shift gears just a little bit uh, because we we can't go too far afield uh, before we get back to politics. Uh, and politics, uh, our favorite topic. T- twenty twenty is upon us. We're going to have Representative Ben McAdams talking about uh, election security uh, coming up here in just about five minutes. Uh, but wanted to get your take on kind of where where are we in terms of the uh, the politics of this as we start gearing up for twenty twenty. We have big mayor race uh, here in Salt Lake City coming up. Uh, what's it looking like from your chair in the newsroom?
0: Well, the big conversation in media right now is how are you going to cover the presidential election? There was great internal criticism of of media uh, about the, the last presidential election. And so we tend to focus too much on the horse race, who's winning, who's losing, um, without getting into the substance. Um, so you try to get to the substance. Now with the d- debates coming up, the first debate of the presidential election – um, very naturally, a debate is who's who's done the who best. Yeah. Who wins? So that won't be eliminated. But can you then take the issues, take what they're trying to do, and really analyze and bring those to the public?
1: Yeah. You, you were just back uh, uh, back east uh, with some meetings from from some of your colleagues uh, at different places. Tell us about what that conversation was like as as news organizations around the country are trying to figure out what do we do rolling into twenty twenty.
0: Well, the desert News. We work with a lot of organizations, uh, um, the Solutions Journalism Network, and others, and the American Press uh, Institute invited us back to participate with editors from the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Atlantic, the L.A. Times, uh, from all over, really, and then some from also some academics from Duke University and, and elsewhere. And we focused on this issue. You know, how do you deal with um, deep fakes, which is people creating news right. that isn't news? It's just it's false. It's just content. And how do you – do you have the courage to ignore that and not comment on that? Because their whole win is if they get any kind of press, whether it's real or not. And then focus on the substantive issues of the campaign – And at the heart of it is going to the public, to the people, knocking on a door and say, what do you want to know? So at the Desert News, over the course of the next 18 months, we're really going to try and do that. We're really going to try and get to the people and say, what do you want to know about this race?
1: Yeah, I I think that's uh, one of the real challenges, Uh, again, especially in these larger races. And we have one here in Salt Lake City where we've got seven or eight uh, candidates running for mayor. We've got 23. uh, We call them 23 and me uh, for the Democrats uh, who will have their first debate uh, on Wednesday night and Thursday night. Uh, I do think it's interesting, uh, Doug, we've got just about a minute left. Um, I do think it's interesting that NBC is choosing to have five moderators uh, as part of these first debates. Uh, And I wonder if that's not a mistake from the media standpoint to kind of They're almost asserting that they're important uh, in this thing as opposed to the traditional, you know, have one moderator or maybe two and let the candidates really shine.
0: Well, the format is difficult, right, when you have that many candidates and you say, well, let's exclude some candidates. But then people say that's not fair either. So we'll have to see how this works as long as the journalists don't posture to try and make a name for themselves and we let the candidates shine and let the candidates you know live or die with their opinions yeah. then uh, then we'll be all right
1: okay fantastic Doug Wilkes editor of the Deseret News thanks for joining us today thank you Boyd all right very good all right when we come back we will be joined by representative Ben McAdams we'll continue our discussion about the politics and the election how do we make sure the election is secure I am Boyd Matheson opinion editor at the Deseret News thanks for joining us on an extended show today sitting in for J-Mac till three o'clock don't go anywhere much more to come